listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Pharmacy Crossroads with your host, community pharmacy business veteran, the road trip guy, Bruce Leland. Community pharmacy is at a crossroads. Pharmacy owners across the country are evolving their pharmacy businesses and making a bigger impact on their communities. Bruce talks with the most innovative community pharmacy owners, pharmacy industry experts, and people who are passionate about the business of pharmacy and its impact on community health care. Pharmacy Crossroads is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And now, here's our host, Bruce Neeland. So hello again, Pharmacy Podcast fans and listeners. I'm excited to be on again today with another remarkable guest. Um, They just keep getting better and better. Today, my guest is Scott Van Dalen. Scott and I have been industry friends for about a decade, um, and he's been instrumental in helping me accomplish a few things in my life for which I appreciate it. But he's on today because he's taken a job with a company that I've never heard of. He says they've been around for a while And he's going to tell us a little bit about this company and some of the exciting things that they're doing that I've not seen anybody do before. And I've been around a while. So, Scott, hello. Tell our friends who you are and uh, a little bit about NimbleRx. Bruce, thank you so much. It's uh, a pleasure to speak with you, as always. Such kind words that I have been able to in any way impact the incredible career that you've had uh, in the world of pharmacy. But uh, again, I'm Scott Von Dalen. I'm excited to be here to talk about the solution for the company that I just joined recently, as mentioned, which is NimbleRx. And NimbleRx, in short, has revolutionized the patient checkout experience, giving independent pharmacies the ability to adopt a solution where patients can check out, fill prescriptions, purchase OTC products, Sign for those prescriptions, choose pickup or delivery, and then the pharmacy processes those orders. And most exciting, one of the other exciting parts is it it allows the pharmacy to be open 24-7. It's a first-to-market product, and we're going to dive into it a little bit more, Bruce, but I'm excited to, uh, to talk to you today and share more of that information. Well, and thank you, and and you've given a good out overview there. So first of all, let's start with how long has your company been around? We have been around in earnest for about seven years. They went through, when I say they, leadership went through several different iterations of the company. And about 18 months ago, 15, 18 months ago, they landed on this solution that I just sort of overviewed there and really felt like they had something. And they went to market with it and since then have grown it to more than 1,200 pharmacies nationwide in that time period. So it's sticky. It works. It makes the pharmacies money, and we are excited about 2024 to really take that next huge stride as a technology company in the pharmacy space. Well, and clearly one of the smart things they've done is hire you. You've come from a remarkable career with uh, another company that I don't think we've mentioned, but Prescribe Wellness, where you helped take that company from almost nothing to 10 or 12,000 pharmacies. Isn't that about right? It's very kind of you again, Bruce. I will say this, that I was very fortunate to have an opportunity very early at Prescribe Wellness with the co-founders. And I like to tell people that I stood on the shoulders of giants. 
because I learned a lot from the co-founders there who were kind enough to mentor me uh, through all of those years and give me an opportunity. And I definitely took advantage and was a, was a small part of helping that company grow to around 13,000 pharmacies nationwide. And in that time span, um, became extremely passionate about independent pharmacy because I'm not a pharmacist, Bruce. I don't own a pharmacy. I never have. But the men and women who serve in this marketplace in their individual communities and their patients are just absolutely amazing individuals. So I'm glad to be back uh, after 10 years of prescribed wellness. Well, and good. So let's uh, get rid of the niceties here and talk a little bit about NimbleRx. So so, somehow or another, they're allowing people to uh, consumers to access data in the pharmacy and and actually pay for prescriptions from their computer or on their phone? What, what's the detail on that? Yes, thank you for asking that question, Bruce. I want to start off by saying that this is not an app-driven solution, just to make that very clear to the listeners. There's been a lot of apps in the marketplace. This is a text message first that is received by a patient via SMS, if, of course, the patient is at a pharmacy that has adopted the NimbleRx solution. When they click on that text message, it's going to open up their web browser, Google Chrome, Internet Explorer, take your pick, and allow them to enter their birthday, access a list of their prescription medications, whether they're new, existing, or a new transferred prescription that they can also transfer, uh, refill those prescriptions, go then through a small list of OTC products that are handpicked by the pharmacy that they can purchase, move to the actual checkout where they pay for their copays, pay for their OTC products, sign on their phone for their prescription for auditing purposes. We capture that uh, signature, pay, checkout, and that's it. And, and then it allows the pharmacy to process orders faster through their, uh, through their pharmacy and, allows them to be open 24-7. And the final piece there, Bruce, is that the patient chooses, do I want to pick it up or would I rather have it delivered by a carrier from the pharmacy? Yeah, so that's bigger than a bread basket. So five questions come to mind. We'll step through them one at a time. This obviously requires that you communicate uh, digitally with the pharmacy computer. Uh, is that true? And, and which pharmacy systems are you able to work with? Another great question. We have integrations with the majority or the lion's share of the marketplace, which includes ComputerRx, RX30, Pioneer, QS1, Liberty, Merchant, Micro Merchant, BestRx, uh, to name a few. That's about 90% of the marketplace, as you know, the consolidation and, and mergers that have happened over the last decade. Uh, we have the integration with the pharmacy management system, which gives us access to that patient data. And then we're able to send the communication to the phone number that's on file for the patient and, of course, provide the list of medications that we can see within the pharmacy management system that we then make visible on our platform so the patient can select which medication they would, they would like to refill. And then there is an opportunity to uh, uh, buy OTC items. Tell, us, tell, tell me how that works. So the OTC items are selected by the pharmacy based on what they have in stock there in their pharmacy, what's the most commonly purchased products, maybe what they have better margins on, what uh, pairs well with the medications that a patient may be taking. 
we, we give the pharmacy the ability to actually list 40 OTC products. I know that's a little bit of an odd number, 40, but that's just what it is today. During the onboarding process of a new client, though, Bruce, we encourage pharmacies to start with 10 or less because we don't want to overwhelm the patient the first time they go through the NimbleRx experience and having this huge array of products to choose from. And then we get something where, where they're abandoning their basket and they're not completing the checkout. And then that kind of defeats the whole purpose uh, to begin with. So we tell them to start with 10 or less. They handpick those uh, and then they get that ready for pickup in the store with the prescriptions when the patient comes in, or they add that to, to the delivery uh, list to be delivered with the prescriptions to the patient, depending on which option they choose. That's remarkable. And it's all done right there on their, either on their computer or their phone. I mean, they're, they're able to do this all at once instantaneously. Is that correct? It is. And one of the other benefits to that, Bruce, is it actually reduces the call volume into the pharmacy uh, by upwards of 40 to 50%. Because as you know, right, patients are calling all of the time to refill their prescription, or they're actually stopping in physically in some cases to say, can I refill this prescription? I'll be back in an hour. So that reduces the pressure on the front lines of the staff, particularly over the phone, because now patients can go ahead and just click, click, order, and they're finished. They don't have to call the pharmacy anymore. That's amazing. So the next question that comes to mind, they're obviously paying for this on their phone, which means they're using a credit card or a debit card. What does this do to the pharmacy's contract with his credit card provider? Another great question. Thank you for asking it. We have a credit card provider that the pharmacy can use, or they can choose to keep their own merchant's account that every pharmacy already has in place. That is up to them. It's something during the onboarding process. We give them that option. We discuss the rates from option A and option B, and then uh, they make the decision. So uh, either way, that doesn't matter to us. Uh, they are going to be assured, of course, that payment will be processed and deposited into their bank account. Um, so they get to take the orders 24-7. So, I mean, a person can uh, access this app at midnight and order a refill to be ready tomorrow or something like that? That's correct. As we all know, all these pharmacies have set hours. Um, usually nine to six or whatever that common out, you probably know better than me, Bruce, off the top of your head. And then, um, the weekend hours a little bit differently, but a patient can fill a prescription any time of day. And then when the pharmacy opens in the morning, they'll see that that order is there, fill that prescription, fill any OTC products, and then again, get it ready for pickup or delivery. So I, I, I sometimes hear on, on uh, radio talk shows when they're talking to somebody how they buried the headline and didn't get to the most amazing part of the program earlier on. And so now's the time for you to tell our people, how much does this cost? So the cost on this um, is, is actually free through the pharmacy. How do you spell and free? I wanna... How do you spell free? F-R-E-E? -E? <laughs> F-R-E-E, -E, that is correct. And to dive into that a little bit, Bruce, most software vendors, in fact, all software vendors that I'm aware of are charging a fee to the pharmacy to have their soft, to have access to their suite of software. 
we have flipped that on its head uh, because we wanted to have a true SaaS offering, a SaaS being software as a service to the independent pharmacy market where they could adopt it with no financial commitment, get benefits from it, changing and revolutionizing the patient checkout experiences that we've already talked about. And then on top of that, and we can drill down into this, providing the pharmacy with a revenue share for every single patient experience that is captured on our platform. So it costs nothing to get involved, and then there's a revenue share. What do you mean by a revenue share? So here at Nimble, we have, in the spirit of trying to design something that's not only free to the pharmacy, but actually opens up a revenue stream for them at a time that I think we all know pharmacies could use any revenue stream as uh, they continue to face challenges of DIR fees today. And of course, the changes that you know and your listeners already know about in 2024, mid-2024, when the changes take place on that front, opening up a revenue stream for pharmacies, we believe is paramount. And so turning the Nimble RX platform for the pharmacy into a new cash register and into a new stream of revenue. And the way we've done that from a revenue model perspective, Bruce, is we've gone out and contracted with mid-market pharma companies who are paying us to place one small ad onto the Nimble platform. So as the patient checks out and finishes their checkout, an ad will pop up and be presented uh, on a product from a pharma company. And then we share that revenue for every patient experience that goes through the platform. We share the revenue back to the pharmacy on a monthly basis. And, and in fact, <clears throat> we don't only share the revenue, we actually send them a check every single month uh, that represents the number of customer experiences that they've had on the platform. We add all that up and we send them a check. And so they actually, the more patients that use the platform, uh, the more the pharmacy gets paid. So a pharmacy would be uh, wise in any case, just from a workflow standpoint, to encourage their patients to download this or sign up for whatever the right word would be, and, and then get more and more of their business handled this way, which frees up time at the cash register and all those kinds of benefits. But then it sounds to me like the more patients they get doing this and the more pharmacies you get with more patients doing this, the more revenue you'll get from these mid-sized pharma companies. Is, is the math right on that? I mean, does it just get better as it gets bigger? You know, Bruce, it's almost like you're in the leadership meetings over here at NimbleRx. Um, <laughs> that is 100% correct. You know, of course, our goal is uh, as a company, as most companies, is to grow uh, quickly, uh, but responsibly, but to grow our network of pharmacies because you hit the nail on the head. The larger the network, the larger the contracts that we can sign because of the exposure we have from the total number of lives that we have access to, and the more money that we can help independent pharmacies uh, as, a, as, a, as a collective whole make by utilizing the Nimble RX solution with their individual patient populations. So you say you've got a thousand or more pharmacies on this at this point. Is there somebody who's already gotten a check? So we have uh, a lot of big name clients. Um, you know, one off the top of the head, I was just texting with him this morning is our good friend, 
Uh, Chris Anypass out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Chris is a very well-known, uh, respected thought leader in the industry um, and is doing just a, so much more than just uh, serving his community there in Pittsburgh with his uh, several locations that he owns. Um, he's involved in, as you know, Chris, well, Bruce, I believe that he's involved in a lot of different things and helping advocate for independent pharmacies and clinical services and, and many other things. And so Chris is on the platform and, and uh, loves the solution. So if you know Chris, you can definitely shoot him a text or give him a call. Um, and then we've got several other big names that I'm not going to mention at the moment because they're not fully active. So they haven't gotten the full experience of Nimble. Want to allow them some time to experience that before, yeah. uh, before mentioning who they are. Well, I'm just going to take a moment to brag on myself. So Chris has actually been a guest on my show, I think almost two years ago. And uh, mm -hmm. he impressed me so much that I did all the paperwork and submitted his name for the Pharmacy Times Next Generation Award in uh, 2001. And, and he was actually given that award at the NCPA meeting that year by uh, Pharmacy Times. So uh, Chris been a longtime friend, Scott. So I'm, I'm glad to know that he's on the program. Um, so, I mean, this how, how does a pharmacy get involved I and mean, what kind of what kind of work has to happen we're talking about hooking up to the computer system and all those things how complicated is it for a guy to get on this program a process of onboarding is extremely simple i think for any software vendor or technology company to be successful they've got to they've got to create processes that are scalable and make it frictionless for customers to onboard uh, the product and frictionless for patients to experience the solution. We here at Nimble have designed a fantastic onboarding process. We've got some very, very bright minds over here on the team uh, that, that have years of experience in the software industry. And so the sign-up process, Bruce, is simple. A pharmacy fills out a quick agreement via DocuSign. As I mentioned, there's no financial commitment. Uh, from that, there's no setup cost or onboarding fee or any of that kind of. Uh, so once the paperwork is signed, we get the integration with the pharmacy management system completed. That takes us a couple of business days turnaround wise. Then we schedule an onboarding meeting with the pharmacy where we walk them through uh, exactly what's going to happen as far as their customer journey is concerned and exactly what's going to happen for the patient's journey, because those are two very different things. And we look for a nimble RX champion at the pharmacy, which is something we did very successfully in my previous life at Prescribed Wellness, you mentioned earlier. We look for a staff member, could be a technician, could be a pick, usually not the owner, somebody that the owner anoints as the captain of nimble to own that process daily, where that person will have the in, in enhanced training, if you will, on the platform and then own the process every day of logging into Nimble's platform, processing prescriptions, getting those OTC products uh, in baskets for pickup and or assigned for delivery. And of course, we provide superior customer support on our side. Um, I don't think independent pharmacy would accept anything different because we all know they have superior customer service. So we're available for additional trainings, help. We have account management. And all of that comes at no cost, again, to the pharmacy. Uh, so the onboarding process is, is very well laid out. It's, it's very smooth. And a, and a pharmacy can be up 
uh, within about 10 days from the time that they sign the paperwork until the time that the first patient is receiving communication that NimbleRx is the newest partner of Bruce's pharmacy. And how about the the patient, the consumer? How how do they how do they know about this? And then what do they need to do? So the patient will find out that the partnership is established when they have a, a prescription that's up for refill for the first time. And as you know, you may have three prescriptions that are all due at different times, or maybe they're all due at the same time because you're enrolled into the pharmacy's MedSync program. Once a prescription is pinged because it's due for refill, that patient will automatically be sent a text message being introduced to Nimble and given the option to click over, opening up their web browser to start the checkout process. And then, and then they, I mean, there's some orientation, they, they get messages and, and again, they can, they can go to the website or whatever and, and see a list of their medications that are available for refill and click a box and, and request a refill. That's correct. The patient, because it's of course HIPAA compliant, does have to provide some basic information to access their medication list. So name and birthday. Um, and then they're going to be able to see their medications and choose which ones they would like to refill, whether that's one that's due for refill or, or you know, seven that are due for refill. They can go ahead and click on each of them individually, choose pickup or delivery, and then move on to pay for the order and pick again, pickup or delivery. And, and, and again, the, the pharmacy certainly has to, I imagine, be prepared to help introduce the idea and, and prepare people for the fact that they may be getting some of this kind of stuff, which uh, which probably will be an impressive conversation to have with a consumer, I would imagine. I think so. The pharmacy, from our point of view, Bruce, uh, is, is instrumental, I think, in the first few months of actually helping, to your point, inform patients that the partnership has been established. Um, answering questions that the patients may have initially um, when they come in and say, hey, I've got this great text message and I'm refilling my prescriptions. You know, when did this happen? This is fantastic. Um, but for the most part, the messages themselves are very straightforward and easy to understand. We really obsess over content here at NimbleRx, as you might imagine. We've all received those spam text messages at one time or another from, um, you know, pick pick your company, right? And um, they're not very clear. You're not sure what they want. Is it a scam? We obsess over content to, to ensure that when the patient gets it, they know, wow, Bruce's pharmacy that I've been going to for years has partnered with NimbleRx. And when I clicked on it, I put in my birthday and there's all my medications. It couldn't be more user-friendly and intuitive. As I mentioned earlier, it needs to be designed from a technology standpoint to be absolutely frictionless for the patient. Because if it's not, then the, you know, our capture rate will plummet and, and, and patients would be abandoning you know, their, their checkouts and baskets left and right. So um, it's, it's really a great product. The pharmacy can be very instrumental though in the early months, Bruce, in helping patients become more aware that the service is available and, and encouraging them to use it so that they also can save time so that the patient doesn't have to come into the pharmacy and wait. They don't have to stay on hold on the IVR system for three, four, five minutes to wait to talk to the pharmacy or technician to refill the prescription. They can do it in the palm of their hand in a couple of clicks in less than a minute. 
which is the which I guess is one of the final questions that I've written down. When when a person then shows up at the pharmacy and they've already paid for their script, how does the how does the technician know that so that they don't try to bill them or make them pay again? Great question. So they would know because when they log into the portal, the the pharmacy facing uh, software piece for NimbleRx, they can see that uh, the prescription has been requested to be refilled, that there's an OTC product that may accompany that order, and that in fact it has been paid for in full. So now they can go ahead and process it, put it up there, put a sticker on the bag saying paid, done, the patient comes in, they're good to go. And the patient will also have proof as well that the transaction has been completed there on their phone. Yeah, they'll have some kind of QR code or some some uh, digit code or whatever that they can show, huh? They will have payment confirmation uh, right there on their phone um, if they would need to show that. But the pharmacy should know and through the training process that uh, it has been paid for already. Uh, but the patient does get a confirmation of uh, the payment has been completed. So let me pretend like now I've been given a test and I got to answer a few questions. So NimbleRx has a web-based service, not an app, that a pharmacy can enroll in that costs him nothing, that when patients use it, it saves the patient and the technician time at the cash register because they don't have to worry about collecting copays and signatures. Um, the more people the pharmacy gets to download or uh, en enroll in this program, they get to participate in a revenue share from mid-tier pharmaceutical companies who are willing to pay NimbleRx for the ability to provide some uh, meaningful information to patients, which patients can click through if they want to and just be done. Um, and all of this costs nothing and pays revenue to the pharmacy. What kind of revenue are we talking about? I think you told me the other day that it was some multiple thousands of dollars. What Have you got a number that you feel free in, in telling people when they're up and mature on the program they could make a year? Is there a ballpark number? So first of all, Bruce, your overview was spot on. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're looking for new team members over here at Nimble. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody absorb all of it within, uh, you know, 15 minutes and be able to uh, spit back out a fantastic value proposition. So well done. Um, so to answer the question on the profit share piece, and thank you for asking that, you, you know, I kind of, um, I think to help the listeners for a number that they can really wrap their minds around. It's very comparable to MedSync. And I say that because although there's a ton of MedSync programs out there and they all preach a little bit of, you know, different numbers for enrollment into a MedSync program, I think it's usually right around 20% to 25% of maintenance medications that pharmacies are trying to get uh, enrolled into a MedSync program. And that usually equates if you're, you know, if you if you reach that as an average size pharmacy, somewhere between 350 to 500 patients enrolled into a MedSync program. So I, I say that because I think most of the listeners over the last 10 years have heard heard enough about MedSync that they're very familiar with those numbers. Very similar numbers to the NimbleRx solution. We're looking to get the same percentage of patients of any patient population enrolled over in the first uh, 
first year of u- utilizing the Nimbler X solution, if we can get 20, 25% of patients rolled over, meaning that 75% of the patients are still going about it the old fashioned way, uh, you know, but if we can get 25% of the early adopters in any patient population to roll over um, with a couple transactions on average, uh, per month or patient experiences, uh, as we call those, as they go through the platform, we're looking somewhere between twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars in revenue sh- uh, share over the course of twelve months. Wow, um, that's a pretty that's a pretty sizable number. I don't know of anybody who wouldn't want to make another twenty grand a year. So, uh, and they're not filling any more prescriptions or any. I mean, there's it's it's all for work that they're already doing. That's just kind of on top of everything else. That's. That's fantastic. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm it's I'm just glad that uh, you know, I'm I'm here today and have the opportunity to talk to to you um and talk about NimbleRx. Well, how do they find NimbleRx and how do they find you, Scott? So you can go to nimblerx.com. That's N I M B L E rx.com and request a demo if you are a pharmacy owner and looking to set up a time to go through the actual platform and see the solution yourself one-on-one with a business development representative here at nimble rx you can also contact me directly Um, i can provide email address and phone number or i don't know bruce if you link those to the podcast itself uh, but more than happy to provide those as well give us your email address it's scott dot Von Dalen, that's V as in Victor, O, N as in Nancy, D as in David, E, Y, L, E, N, at nimblerx.com. So scott.vondalen at nimblerx.com. And I know my last name can be tricky. I'm sure it'll be on the cover of the podcast. So the spelling of it will be there for listeners. It will be. Well, and that brings us to the end of today's program, Scott. Thank you very much. I'm excited for you and your new job. Be interested in following your career and seeing how this goes. And I'm going to be really interested in seeing how NimbleRx continues to grow and and simplify workflow and improve cash flow for the pharmacies who enroll in your program. Uh, So with that, ladies and gentlemen, friends and neighbors, this is Bruce Neeland signing off for this pod, this month's episode of Pharmacy Crossroads and saying hope something that we've said here today will help you do more and be better. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Crossroads. If you're interested in talking with Bruce, please contact the show. Visit PharmacyCrossroads.com. We look forward to hearing from you.